Hello fellow geeks! Welcome to another episode of Stolen Fate from Level 1 Geek. As usual, we have Chase as our conniving game master, M as the boisterous crunk, Katie as the kind-hearted gingham, and Tori, that's me, as the fun-loving Jack. This is the audio version of our actual play video series, which you can watch over at youtube.com slash level1geek. Now, let's roll. Welcome back, fellow geeks. We're starting an episode number of what I don't remember. We're on episode nine. Episode nine. Wow, we we cruising right along. Awesome. All right. So last time we left off, you guys were out in Iobaria, having just made a promise or a couple of promises to a couple of uh, very nice ladies. Maybe one lady in one astral form. Who knows? But it was definitely fine. And you guys are now in the Hag Mountain where you just received the silent hag and Gingham got a bunch of eyeballs that turned to gemstones. And Jack got a card. Jack did get the silent hag, very importantly. Oh, Chase, I mm-hmm. actually, could I maybe make a retroactive knowledge check to try and figure out maybe what kind of hag was talking to us? I yeah, know it was sure like a spectral could. version, but I would Yeah, like go ahead and make know. me an occultism or a haglor. Yay, haglor! I'm better at that now. We leveled up people listening and watching. Well, <gasps> oh, this is off to a better start than last session. It was a 36 hag lore. The species of hag that that appeared to be was an anise hag. Mm. And would you like to know about anise hags? Would you like I the would. lore on anise hags? I would hags? like the lore on anise hags. Anise hags are brutal torturers and murderers, delighting in the musical screams and tasty flesh of young creatures and those who are pure of heart. Anise hags are the most direct of all hags, engaging in physical combat and using their chain shape ability to hunt rather than to infiltrate and betray humanoids. But as anise hags take a grisly trophy from each kill and uses it to sow discord, sending the trophy to one of her victim's loved ones in a way that implicates another family member in the murder. Also known as Iron Hags, Anise Hags have iron-like yet flexible flesh that resists edged weapons, and their own touch is the same cold iron that burns the flesh of other hags. This allows them to bully their way into leadership of hag covens. Oh, so they are leaders of hag covens? Yeah, they bully their way there. Wow. So would I know, would Jack know Anis Hags are more powerful than green hags? Yes, they are higher on the chain generally than a green hag. Okay, that's all I wanted to know. All right, what are you guys doing? After you get the card, Crunk, you're free from your your washing machine cave. Well, Jack's up at the top of the hill, so it's going to probably take him a minute to come down. Gingham, you've got toy hands again. But I have a box of treasure. You do have a box of treasure. Crunk, look. Very, very nice. Lay with your shiny stones. I'm going to sit here for a moment and just... Are you okay? I'm fine. I just need a minute. You're just looking gray, Isol. Gray? Gray? Really? That's that's what you're going to go with? I'm blue. I know, but right now, I'll just sit here. Where's Jack? Oh, he was on the hill. Jack! Jack! Okay, did you see him? I'm fairly certain he's alive. You definitely hear Crunk's voice echoing up the hill to you, Jack. 
didn't Jack, if Jack was alive, he just came in here and started counting your little stones? I saw the box. I think I heard Jack, though. I'm sure he's fine. I'm going to go look for Jack. Crunk, weak as he is, stands up to go find Jack. Crunk is so passive-aggressive. Yeah, Crunk just doesn't <laughs> want to sit in a cave with Gingham. That would never be the case. I could go find Jack. Well, we don't know if Jack's alive. I heard. You noises. heard? I heard you noises. Heard voices? Multiple voices? Who are you speaking with? Noises, but noise. there was a hag, and the hag said, make a promise. And so I did. And I think Jack made a promise. Maybe. Made a promise? A promise. To an evil being? What sort of pro- Jack! What promise did you make? <laughs> As you turn the corner, you can see Jack coming down the hill. Oh, see? Jack, are you aware that Gingham has made a promise with an unsavory creature? Who yeah. promises? I'm Who aware. Who promises? I like how Jack took as long to respond as possible. <laughs> Jack is not very happy right now. He looks, what's the word? He looks somber. Like, he looks deeply upset. Yeah, I, I know. I was I was there. I heard the whole thing. Look, can we just get out of here? I got this. He flashes the card. So I think oh. we got what we came for. Oh, no, Gingham got a box of treasure. Did we talk about what the silent hag did last time? I don't know if we did on recording. So I can I can share. Yeah, you do it. You you talk about it, Tori. Sure. So Jack now has the silent hag card which gives him a plus two item bonus to arcana, nature, occultism, or religion checks to recall knowledge. It represents insight, treacherous secrets, and strife. Very thematically appropriate. And then, this is so gross, I can choose one of my senses to lose and gain another until I use the activation again. So I can do this once per hour. It's three actions to do this, but I can... Replace my eyes with dark pits that see only death. And I become blinded, but I gain life sense, which I can is an imprecise sense out to 60 feet. It allows me to see the vital essence of living and undead creatures, distinguishing between the positive energy animating living creatures and negative energy animating undead creatures. I can also close up my ears. They become covered with hairs that are sensitive to movement. I become deafened, but I can't be flanked, so that's neat. Or I I can lose the ability to speak. My mouth seals over with flesh, but I do not need to breathe. So just a real overall very happy, fun, positive card. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Yeah, well, just wait till Jack uses it. I think you'll like it even less. Are you yeah. investing it, Jack? Yeah, that it. Takes an action, right? It's not a very long process. Yeah, just an action. And you can yeah. have five cards invested as one investment slot. Yeah, he'll invest it. I think he took some extra time coming down because I think he just sat in that cave for a few moments. In the cave, he wants to, because he hasn't really felt the call since everything happened, right? Right. So he wants to kind of very gently, cautiously reach out and see if he can feel it there again silence no nothing okay doesn't really know what that means knowing what he promised all right yeah so that's the card he has now he flashes it he says that we have what we need 
And as you guys are discussing, little ghostly cards apparate and form a circle in between all of you. And you guys can see a portal to Harrow Court open up. Oh, we don't even have to do the portal thing anymore. It just happens. Does right now. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> I don't know I if like I like how you that said that. Said that. <laughs> I know that I don't like the way Chase said that. I'm like fully confident in my judgment of bad. Wow. <laughs> it just, and it's not our cards. It's just ghostly cards. Just little ghostly end. cards. They like make like a shuffling sound and like they form little ghostly cards in a circle and then they all fall down and a portal appears where that circle was formed. Does it look like the first portal that we saw? More or less. Slightly different. There was no physical cards like when you guys did it the first time, but the portal definitely looks the same. Well, shall we go home? Oh, I... You guys can see Harrow Court and Harrow Heart through the portal. It looks like you're coming through one of the arches in this portal. And inside you can see a little taiga giant, but it looks like crunk-sized taiga giant, not nearly as large as the others, pacing back and forth. I guess this means we're done. I suppose that's that's true. Jack will walk through the portal. Wait, you step through, Iobaria immediately disappears from behind you, as does all of the wildlife and whatnot. You're back inside the courtyard. Inside the courtyard, that little taiga giant turns towards you all and uh, speaks to Jack. Ah, back already. How'd it go? What's your name? Don't you recognize me? It's Guy. I thought that might be the case. Jack, as soon as you step through the portal, you feel a tug on that card that you just got. As if something's wanting to be freed. Oh, I forgot about the epitome. Oh, no. Okay. Jack will wait until Gingham and Crunk are here, at least. Yeah, they step through behind you. So you got the card? Yeah, I guess we should see what it does. Ah, the silent hag. Good recon tool. A recon tool? What does that mean? Do you know what this does already? What are you talking about? The the epitome. Do you know? Ah, yeah, it has an epitome. I forgot how useless it is to talk to Guy. It's really frustrating. I'm working on that. On every level. Well, work faster, Guy. Yeah, Guy, can you go work on something else for the moment? I kind of want to do this one not with you. He gestures around the room, and as he does, you guys can see this courtyard is pretty spruced up. You've got some, like, nice art hanging on the walls. The courtyard doesn't look like it's run down anymore. Things look spruced up quite a bit. There's also more workers moving around. These workers, just like before, they are all people that you recognize from all of your different pasts. Can the pink-haired gnome be in here? Yeah. The twirly mustache? Absolutely. He's, like, up on a ladder hanging some art. Love it. I really hope this doesn't create a hag. I mean, I know it's not going to be an actual hag, you know, but I, I just, I really hope that's not what this epitome looks like. I mean, look at this art. It's horrifying. What a lovely lady. Guy, go away. Sorry, I'm leaving. I don't appreciate it when you break into our private conversations like this. He stomps away. The room kind of echoes as if an actual full-size tiger giant was walking around. Gingham's like waving. See you later. <laughs> Jack will turn back toward Gingham and Crunk and take out the card, preparing to peel off the epitome. And we're certain that this is a good idea. I mean, what else are we supposed to do with it? We got the card. 
we've seen all the other epitomes. They've been helpful. My apologies. Generally. You're correct, Jack. Are you... Are, I guess what I really mean are, are you okay with this? The hard to change your opinion once this starts. I've done a lot to get to this point. It doesn't make any sense to just stop now. If I was going to stop, I should have never gone through that portal. Let's just get this over with. And Jack rips it off without it's ceremony. so satisfying. It feels very powerful when you do this. You rip it off and a little sparkle wisp flies off of the card and actually just shoots directly past all of you into the wall, just across from the six arches. As the little wisp hits the wall, it creates this little rounded alcove in the wall. You guys see this tall statue rise up that looks exactly like the art on that card, except its mouth is wide open. Between all of its very sharp teeth, there's a very spherical indent that looks like it's missing something. And as you guys are looking at it, you can suddenly feel Guy looming directly behind you. Of course. I swear to God, Guy, if I turn around and see your ugly mug, I am not going to be responsible for what happens. I'm sorry, but it's my job to be your guide. Do you remember how to use it? Just tell us. Just tell us how to use it. Well, listen, this is a little bit awkward, and I'm sorry to say this, but we don't fully have the funds to make it function, so you're going to be on your own to a degree, but... It's a great recon tool. You put a crystal ball in there, it's going to really help you out. So hopefully you can come across one of those. We just don't have the budget for it. Too many other things to take care of. We don't got time for that. We went and got this and it doesn't even work? Oh, it works. It just needs a crystal ball. Battery's not included. And <laughs> That's pretty good, Tori. And where would we get such a thing? I don't know. Wherever you go shop, probably. Oh, no, wait. I remember. What is it? The the great Baba and Apsium. Oh, Grand Bazaar. Ah, that's and the one. Absalom. Yeah. There's a, a, a person there that sells them. Tika? Something like that. Anyways, check that place out. I think that's where you typically got them from. We can just walk through our closets to get there, right? Get to the Great Baba? Where we came from. Oh, yeah. That's where, I mean, that's where you got here from, right? Well, not this most recent time. It's not going to send us back to Iobaria. No, no, the archways are separate. So I think right now you've got closets to Great Baba, arches to Destiny. But one of your destinies just closed, and he gestures back, and the archway of stars is now just an empty archway. There's no mist coming across it like the rest of it. Fine. And okay. all the other archways are still active, and you can see the different cards still hovering above them in the mysterious mist that leads to the portal. Mechanically for you guys, this epitome, whenever you put a crystal ball inside this statue, the way that crystal balls normally work is they let you cast clairvoyance or they let you cast scrying. If you use a crystal ball that is situated in this statue... You can use the clairvoyance as many times per day as you want, and you can summon the eye anywhere around Harrowcourt. And then if you use the scrying activation, you can use it three times per day instead of twice, and you can do it across planes. 
and the DC increases by one. We can scry across planes. Yeah. Jack could find his mom in hell and watch her burn. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, good luck shopping. Guy turns around and walks away. And as Guy walks away and you guys are looking towards that statue, from behind the statue, you see somebody pop their head out. What the fuck is that? This looks like a pretty distinguished human gentleman with a very notable feature that jumps out to you, which is he has no mouth. Where there should be a mouth, there's just flesh. I don't like that. He has very lovely looking brown eyes with some black eyeliner underneath. Uh, He's got some elegantly disheveled short hair that's kind of salt and pepper black. He's wearing kind of like a swashbuckler pirate's attire. He comes stepping out from behind the statue and he's got his hands just crossed in front of him very proper. And he walks kind of like more like a waddle directly towards Jack. And he stops in front of Jack and just uh, stares directly at Jack. Is this guy who... Guy, who is this? Guy's gone. Jack, is this your father? Uh, Chase, this doesn't look like my dad, does it? No. Okay, <laughs> just checking. <laughs> yeah. I, no, what are you talking about, Crunk? He doesn't have a mouth. Um, well, he just looks rather... Suave. He's just staring right at you. He's like kind of uncomfortably close to you, Jack. Not, not even blinking, him. just staring. I can move him if you want. Can I make an insight check, Chase, to try and figure uh-huh. out what he wants? Sure. He wants to step right off if he knows what's good for him. <laughs> a 29? A 29. Hard to tell. His eyes look kind of just empty. Like there's just nothing going on behind him. I don't know. I don't know what this is. Jack will try taking a step back to like see if he, he steps follows. forward. Crunk is going to step forward closer to this strange little person. My name is Crunk. He doesn't respond to you at all. person you're eyeballing is my dear friend Jack. Do you have a problem with my friend Jack? Because let me tell you, if you have a problem with Jack, you have a problem with Crunk. It's like it's not even registering to him. You know weird stuff. Do you, do you know what this is? Uh, oh, let me look. Gingham will pull out a very tattered old tome and sit down and start leafing through it. May I, I do esoteric? a medicine check while esoteric is being rolled as well? Didn't you what? Medicine check. Yeah, sure. Lowering it up. 28. I rolled really low. What are you trying to glean with your medicine, Grunk? I'm trying to figure out, like, if there's something wrong with this like is there something medically hampering the intelligence of this person okay what did you get gingham 35 is what that's gonna be 35 so crunk your medical diagnosis is that this is not actually a living being it looks like a construct of sorts gingham this looks like a simulacrum like the rest of the people wandering around here it just seems very focused on jack for some reason though you're not really sure why this is this is like everybody else here but he's taken a very special interest in you maybe you should ask him what he wants here's some paper oh right because a a quill i 
do any of you guys recognize this guy? You know, everything else in here has been like people we kind of know, right? Do you, do you guys, does he look familiar to either of uh, you? And there's a very distinctive feature to this simulacrum. None of you recognize him. No. I've never this isn't someone you've killed, Crunk. Why do you assume that I've killed many people, Jack? <laughs> when we first came here, you wondered out loud if this place was full of the people you've killed. Oh. <laughs> no. At least I don't remember. Right. Okay. What do you what do you want? Jack will slowly hand over the or the parchment and quill. Its hands grab the parchment and quill and then just drop to his sides and drop mm. them. It, he's not like mirroring my actions, right? He's just No, keeping... just staring. I'm gonna try and push him a little. He shoves back. And then steps back forward. Are there any other simulacrum around? Simulac yeah, there's some people working simulacra? like that. <laughs> simulacrum. Yeah, yeah, they're around. The pink gnome is up there still working on the art. There's some workers wandering around. I say we just walk away. I feel like he's going to follow me. But I'll try it. Jack will turn and start leaving the, the hall. Ah, yeah, he's just right behind you. You can feel his footsteps like almost mirroring right behind yours. What well, I do, I regret everything about this. <laughs> if Kronk just places a hand on this guy so he can't follow Jack, what does he do? He'll keep trying to walk forward, but like not with much effort. You can keep him in place. It's like a glitched out NPC. Kind of, yeah. That's a good way to put it. Jack, why don't you just continue on for a moment and I'll just restrain our little friend here. Perhaps if you put enough space between himself and yourself, he'll leave you alone. I'm willing to give it a try. I have the feeling he will just somehow magically know where I am. Kind of the way that Guy just seems to always know where we are. In yeah, I do that. Guy! What, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Who is that? Guy, do you know who that is? What that is? Oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, this guy. Answer the question, guy. Yeah, I know who he is. What? What? Who is he? Who's who? That guy. Oh, yeah, him. What does he do? Why is he here? Why is he following me? <laughs> I know, right? Um, guy? Yeah, Master Gingham. So this one can't talk to us, but you can. Sure. Why? Why is he following Jack specifically? Probably likes him. You want me to deal with him? What does that does mean? Does he go somewhere? I can mean whatever you want it to mean. You want me to deal with him? You want me to deal with him? I don't know. What is his purpose? What are you talking about? Well, see, Jack will point to the pink-haired gnome. See how he's hanging that painting. Yeah, that's the art hanger. Right. He has a purpose. His purpose is hanging art, right? Yeah. So... This one, what would you say his purpose is? What What is he called? He's the purpose to follow you around. Is that always going to happen? Isn't that wonderful, Jack? You well, have for a now, purpose I'd to imagine. follow you around. What do you mean for now? I don't know. Purposes change. Did your purpose change? Your purpose was to get the silent hag. You got it. Now your purpose is to get another card. Things move along. Don't be afraid of change, Master Jack. I'm not afraid of change. I'm worried about... Sorry, don't be uncomfortable with change, Master Jack. 
Jack, if I might make a thought or an observation. Sure, go for it. Perhaps what is happening here is that we have not yet completed the cure. Maybe it is once we have inserted a crystal ball within its grasp, we could unlock the real purpose behind this. Uh, that's not an epitome. What? That's more of a hitchhiker. What? Yeah. What does that mean? A hitchhiker is somebody who hops on a ride with somebody else to another destination. So are you saying this simulacrum has followed us from the silent What's hag? a simulacrum? This person. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Um, I don't know if Haglor would help me here, Chase, but is there something I could check to see if this has anything to do with the promise that I made? It doesn't seem to be. Okay. Well, maybe if we get another card... Like Guy said, things will change again, and he'll stop following me around. Could be. We should hurry. Let me know how that goes. Shall we re-meet in the Baba? Yeah, can we, like, rest or something first? I, I just, I need a nap. I need more than a nap. I need to just go to sleep and forget that this day happened. On that note, you guys are in downtime mode, so roleplay, do what you want freely. Uh, did you want Gingham and I to go shopping on our own? And then when Ooh. we return, we can go on to the next job. Follow Destiny's call or whatever. Yeah, I mean, just do what you want. Gingham, don't just throw gold coins at random people because they smile at you or say hi or something. Why would I do that? You just seemed very free with your gold before in the Grand Bazaar, so I'm just if you guys go off shopping without me just, it's your money, do whatever you want with it, I'm just trying to help a little, you have a lot of it, so don't waste it. I see, well why don't you head off to Nai Nai and I will discuss with Gigan. Nai Nai Jack will think about his room and disappear. Oh gosh, oh, yeah. does the guy follow me? Uh, is Krunk still holding him back though? Yeah no, He's just still as Tori put it like a glitched NPC, but you're in your room all alone, Jack. Okay. What are the rest of you doing? We could go get a crystal ball. Well, how much How much gold do we have between the two of us? I've got... For the players, the cheapest crystal ball is 3,800 gold. Holy. That's a lot. Is there any way to buy a formula for that, cheese? <laughs> yeah, you've got formulas for it in your workshop. As long as you have the magical crafting feat, that is makeable. Tell me more about this. How long would it take to create this this item? Four to twelve days. But we would save a lot of gold. And do what Jack said, which was not throwing gold around. Well, the problem is, I don't know if Jack's going willing to wait four to twelve days. What if we went down to the workshop, we took a little look-see, and... Uh, you can tell me how long you really think this is going to take you. Okay. You want to roll your craft check, Katie? Yeah. What's a 30 get? Does it make any difference that you have an assistant because of the dwarf? Dwarf chase. The dwarf does give you a plus two. 32. That is literally right on the money for a success. Thanks, dwarf. If you spend the two days, you can also have the brass dwarf continue to work on it without you. We could leave it. 
And if the dwarf works on it while we're gone. Yeah, I don't think there's anything super urgent about this. It's just like, because I don't okay. think that this crystal ball will make this guy go away. I don't know. Maybe it will, but I don't think that it will. Okay. In that case, then, I guess let's start the crafting on it. Yep. Cool. I'm thinking about spending time going to talk to the rabbit prince. Trying to talk to the rabbit prince? I want a cool weapon. Is there any way, Chase, that I could assist Krunk? At least in like on like one of the stealth checks? Yeah, you can go assist like, Krunk. Because I want to do my own thing, but like I'm kind of thinking like maybe Jack gave Krunk some pointers, told him to t remove his armor, tried to teach him ways to stay undetected. You know what? If you would if you would help Krunk, and since you've already caught the rabbit prince, I'll just let your advice give Krunk a plus two. Okay. Yeah, I would help Krunk because Jack feels a little he will never say this, but he does feel a little badly that he's swimming in magic weapons and Krunk Krunk does not have a very fancy weapon. <laughs> so yeah, Jack is motivated to for Krunk to to get this because the he does not want to see Krunk cry again. That was very Aww. upsetting for multiple oh, reasons no. <laughs> krunk has that bring that plus two brings krunk to a total of two for his role all right so is it fair to say we're taking a day then at least yeah yeah mm -hmm. all right so are we resting for this day yeah if there's not extra time for krunk to do this the first day then i suppose i'll i'll wait after a rest, that puts us to Fate Day 3. And so on Fate Day 3, we're spending a day. Gingham, you're going to finish up your crafting. Uh-huh, and I'm going to reallocate some skills. That's right, you can uh -huh. do that every day. How fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put it in acrobatics and athletics as master. You got it. And then Krunk's going to go look for the rabbit prince. Did you already roll, Krunk? 12. <laughs> 12, okay. And Jack, what are you going to do? I'll go to the carnival. Sweet. Right, so you can spend a day at the fairground observing its participants, and you can make a perception check, and you can get subtle clues to the nature of a foe that you'll soon face. You can't use it again until you've encountered that foe. Other people could use it, though, right? Like, just because I use it doesn't mean that Gingham or Krunk can't use it. They'll get the same insight. Basically, one play is going to be going on about a foe you face until you face them. Or if your paths divert and you're no longer going to face the foe, then it will change. It'll reset. Okay. All right. So, Jack, you're at the carnival. Does this guy follow me? This is my little construct yeah, friend so with me. Crunk, you stopped restraining him at some point, I imagine, right? Correct. He would just continue to walk towards Jack's room, and he would just stand, like, practically forehead to door outside of Jack's room. At least I'm alone in my room. So upsetting, <laughs> At least he doesn't though. know how to operate doorknobs it's so uh, aggressively upsetting <laughs> yeah it is jack will wake up in the morning unpleasantly surprised well actually no probably not surprised at all but still unpleasant as you open the door you notice he does not cross into your room even if the oh. door is open oh that thank is goodness. great news okay well thank the gods for that i feel like you need a name or something if you're just going to be following me around hey crunk Yes, Jack, you called for me. What should we name this guy? Oh, 
we already named the one guy and that was just because he was just the guy we were talking to you know but i think what if we called him hoss an acronym for creepy piece of shit (laughs) you say kapas kapas nice uh doesn't really roll off the tongue Oh, of course, this is a terrible idea. I don't even know why I suggested it. Um, what do you, uh, Ryan, we should call him Ryan. <laughs> you know what? I, I think I'll just, I'll keep thinking. I'm sure something will come to me. Thanks for the suggestions. Sure. I'm going to head out okay. for the day. Hey, remember what I told you about the, you know, stay low and quiet. I'll stay I'm as low as my is... body will allow me to. <laughs> Knees bent. You got it. <laughs> Uh, Crunk bends his knees, and it's all of five inch difference. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Jack heads off to the carnival, simulacrum in tow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gingham's crafting, and Crunk, you know, Crunk. The more I think about it, I don't feel good about just making a flat out fail. So let's do this. It's, it's going to be difficult. If you can't stealth, it's going to be really difficult. I will let you roll a survival. I'll let you get the plus two from Jack. That's going to determine how hard a flat check is going to be to potentially get lucky and catch him. Oh, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Sure. You want me to roll that now? Yep, let's do it. Rolling. Oh, no. You you rolled, didn't you? A 23. All right. A 23 is going to be a flat check of 18 to catch him, so (laughs) give it a roll. This is easy. Did you oh, see it right there? A one. What happens with a nat one? Was rude. What happens in a nat one? You probably yeah. like trip and fall, or you have a really bad time in the forest. Can I get? Well, well, I'm gonna make you fatigued. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so you see, what happened was Crunk tried to bend his knees more, and there was just a loud crunching noise. Oh no! Why don't you tell us how you got fatigued, Dan? How does Crunk get fatigued? got lost and he at one point ended up out of the forest and in the swamp and was just like wading through the swamp up to his like his chest but he was still also bending his knees because that's what Jack told him to do so he got really tired just because he kept wading through the swamp for so long trying to find this rabbit prince and he's gonna walk home just covered in muck, dripping footsteps everywhere, tired and not wanting to talk to anybody. Sad. <laughs> Crunk's having a rough time in the swamp slash forest. Gingham's hammering away with your big brass dwarf assistant. The brass dwarf does not speak, but it hums lovely tunes while you craft. Are they deep and bellowing? Yeah, deep and bellowing like mountain tunes. Ooh. Yeah, Gingham's on his shoulder, bouncing along to deep, bellowing mountain tunes. What Love a it. what a duo! This is a huge metal dwarf and just little <laughs> the little Gingham up there. Gingham. All right, Jack, you're at the carnival. There's simulacrum following you all around, having a great time with you. I think at some point, Jack, kind of like what Crunk did with the silent paladins. Jack eventually just starts talking to this simulacrum because in his mind, it makes it at least a little less weird than to just have this thing following him in perfect silence. So he'll just start casually chatting with this silent, uh, dead-eyed 
man is following him. Excellent. At one point when you turn to chat, it's all of a sudden holding a massive tall cotton candy. Just one? Just one. Oh, I guess he doesn't have a mouth, so it's not like he's going to eat it. Yeah. Does he offer it to me? Nope. Oh. Just follows you and holds it. Comically tall cotton candy. Okay. Like, how comically tall are we talking here? Like, four feet. Four, four feet tall feet. cotton candy. Whoa, that is huge. <laughs> you mean comically tall. All right, Jack, why don't you go ahead and roll me a perception at your time of the carnival? And are you, like, are you enjoying the attractions? Are you playing games? Are you... I yeah. mean, imagine you're watching things. Yeah, I think Jack will do the throwing games, like darts or, you know, ring toss or... There's knife throwing, maybe. I don't know how dangerous or not this carnival is, but basically any dex-based little games. The more you hang out here, the more you realize, despite the fact that it feels kind of sinister, it is pretty fun. Here's your hidden ability for the carnival. If you spend a day participating in the carnival and playing games, you get a hero point. Oh, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> Leisure time's important. Yeah, Em's going to come up down there and just find you and be like, why? <laughs> I was going to say, nothing at this place has worked out for Kronk a single time. And it's just like Jack's playground. We don't, we don't know that yet. We don't know how the <laughs> silent throne has worked out. Okay. You might get something from that. Back. Did you want to take a peek at the silent throne? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was fucking wandering through the swamp anyways. Why not? You end up at the empty throne on accident. Yeah. <laughs> All the way back to the empty throne. Yeah. You check out the empty throne. There's a little boat to take you over there. There's nothing. It's an empty throne. What? Or shit. <laughs> maybe it takes some more time. Or, something. or maybe we left garbage it didn't care about. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Those are two options. Too. <laughs> Let's see. Let me just check my character sheet real fast, Chase. I'm going to see if there's anything that I could possibly leave here. Sure. I'm going to leave my Mask of Mercy there. It's a level four item. Level four, Mask of Mercy. Dang. We just, we just bought that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Krunk, how much, what's the gold value of the item you're leaving? 100. 100. Okay. You're, you're devout to Desna? Yeah. You get bad feelings about your your worship once you start. Okay, I'll stop. You get like an inkling that maybe your goddess wouldn't like this very much. Okay, then I'll do diplomacy. Okay. I'm untrained. I have a plus one. All right, let's give it a roll. What about seven? <laughs> All right, noted, 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 noted. <laughs> I feel like this must be killing Emma because I feel like she plays skill jockeys all the time. She does. And this is just like, Krunk is just not. <laughs> oh, and can't you roll performance in place of diplomacy? It's to make an impression, I think. Is it only to make an impression? You can make an impression here. I would allow okay. it. The tears. Okay. Roll the screen it was cocked between the two and the 20 and i feel as though that's a re-roll i'm using a hero point i'm trying so hard to help you crunk i know i forgot to add the plus two. Oh, that's better 33 33 33 okay noted Holy shit. okay so as you spend some time meditating you feel like almost like a presence acknowledge 
you're leaving here, and once you finish meditating, your donation is gone. It, it feels different than last time. Last time, it kind of felt like nothing happened. This time, it felt acknowledged. Well, that's something. All right, Jack, what's your perception? Oh, yeah. I need to roll. So, yeah, I'm I'm playing games. I'm looking around. I think Jack actually feels very in his element here. It feels like the city again, because there's yeah. like people wandering around. He's doing some people watching. I think he's also taken up explaining to, I do need to name this guy. Patch. Uh, his name's Patch. Patch? Patch. He has no mouth, like a patch over his mouth. I think he should uh, have something about like being like clingy or something, you know, like. Cling on. <laughs> That's what popped into my head. <laughs> mm, all right. I'll call him Shadow because he's just always right there. I like it. We Is had cool such with you? awesome names for you, Tori, and you Klingon. went with Shadow? <laughs> Klingon. Kapas. Kapas was genius and inspired. <laughs> or Kapas Ryan. was definitely Kapas, Crumb's genius. Kapas, Ryan, or Klingon were my hey, options. I threw Patch. Oh, or Patch. Patch was good. Patch was the runner-up. Patch up. was the second best. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> yeah. Patch was the runner-up, Katie. I liked that. I liked the thought. I just wanted something indicating what he his relationship to Jack, mm. which was mm -hmm. a, a follow along. <laughs> An attache. We can change your name if you start talking and suddenly have a personality or whatever, but I'm just going to call you Shadow. The cotton candy stick is empty all of a sudden. I don't know if I like that. Um, but anyway, see these, this game, they, you know, sell it like it's fair, but you can see that actually the shape of the bottles, it's a little bit, and then, and then the rings. So it actually makes it really challenging to land the ring on top of the bottle and the way it's weighted. So really you have to toss it just like so, and he's like coaching Shadow really thoroughly on all of the intricacies of these of these games. Shadow just stares blankly when you explain. But when you go to do a game at some point during the day, as you're like getting ready to throw a knife or something, you feel a very gentle hand on your shoulder. Okay. <laughs> and you can see that Shadow is uh just watching intently at what you're about to try to do. Oh, like he actually seems to the first like be paying time attention. that seems somewhat sentient. Weird. All right, well, I'll make my perception check for the carnival. Sounds good. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh. that's a pretty good roll. Wow, that's a critical success. Our dice have reflected Jack's experience in the Haro <laughs> Court and Krug's experiences in Haro Court. It's pretty mm -hmm. funny. The dice have spoken, Em. Dice really, really have spoken. They're like, listen, Krunk is going to hate it here, and Jack's going <laughs> to love it. And that's the way it has to be always. So that's a critical success. So as you're spending time at the carnival playing games and, you know, catching some sights, there's a lot of sights to see, a lot of shows. One sight really catches your attention. It feels almost like you see, like, lots of, like, actors, performers. You see, like, big puppets and puppet shows and floats and all kinds of fancy things. Something that really draws your attention that almost seems to be there, looming over you, and even though it's puppet, you feel like it's watching you, is this large blue dragon with red leathery wings and big curled horns. And you see that frequently. It draws your attention. So that is a, that's a foe you're likely to encounter. 
And then when you actually encounter the foe, you will treat it as if you had critically succeeded a recall knowledge check. Oh, mm. I don't love that. Oh, I like the crit succeed knowledge check. I don't love the fact that it's a blue dragon. Blue. It could be our I friend. I love that less. I think Chase specifically said foe. Listen, <laughs> like we could change, we could we could turn that around. That's true. It's a dragon. That's true. The giants could have been our foes, and instead they were neutral. So yeah. All right, Jack will just spend the day there. This is good. It's taking his mind off of everything else. He comes home quite in a different mood from Crunk. <laughs> and that is going to put you guys to fate day four. Crunk, how how was the rabbit prince? I don't want to talk about it. Did you for, did you bend your knees? I bent the fuck out of my knees, Jack. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jack. Yeah. What? what? What do you need to do to find the rabbit prince? You have to be really quiet. Is that all? You also have to be able to wrestle him at the end. I mean, well, I guess not that part. I would I didn't succeed at wrestling him and he still gave me a weapon, but I think you could get something even cooler if you did wrestle him. Oh, okay. Skill-wise, is it only stealth that's needed? Uh, and then athletics is what Jack had to athletics do. Athletics for the big bonus, if you can catch him. I know what I'm doing then, if we move on to the next day. As of right now, you don't know what the fate days are doing. Like, don't feel any pressure currently, but, you know, you take your time and do things at your pace. So, fate day four, what are you guys doing? I'm moving skills around. And are you just letting the brass dwarf continue working on the crystal ball now? Yeah. Yep. Today I am. Okay. I'm moving skills. So I'm going to be a master in athletics and stealth today. That's a cool feat. Or a cool right? class feature. Yeah. I like how it's a tome. So you're like studying stealth. <laughs> Ego just takes their book and goes to bed that night and reads. The art of stealth. How not uh -huh. to get spotted. Sneaking four dummies. Yeah, sneaking four. <laughs> there is a four in there, the number. All right. Jack, what are you doing? I think I'll just... Uh, well, actually, I want to see what M's going to do, because I was going to say I might just go to the carnival again, not for any mechanical benefit, but just because he enjoyed it. But if Crunk wants to... I guess we could both go, but... You go to the carnival for a day, even at the foes that you can get a hero point. I mean, you can only hold three hero points, but you can spend a day to get a hero point. Oh, well, maybe Jack... Well, sensing Krunk's dismay at not hunting the rabbit prince successfully, he'll tell Krunk about the carnival. And oh, and when I was doing the knife throwing, Shadow like, oh, that's that's what I'm calling him now because he's, you know, following me around. But he like kind of almost like woke up like he was paying attention, like the most I'd seen from him this whole time. It was really weird. Anyway, I think you would really like it. They had this cool game where you like smash a hammer and you're trying to hit the bell at the top. And I think you'd be good at that. And maybe you just need to like relax a little bit, you know, eat some cotton candy, go on the Ferris wheel. You liked that last time, right? Yes, of course. Um, perhaps I will do such a thing. Just forget that, about um... the rabbit prince for now. We'll, we'll try again later and let's just, let's just go relax for a day. It sounds like you had a wonderful day with, Shadow. Now Crook is gonna oh, no. be jealous of Shadow. <laughs> I'll go. I'll uh, report back to you how the uh, 
festival was the carnival. <clears throat> oh wait, are you two going together? Frog does not understand that that was an invitation. <laughs> I thought it was like a, I had so much fun. You should try. You should go. I think Jack is gonna. Th- Jack thinks then that that means Crunk wants to be alone. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, ha- have a great time. Can I perceive this? Is Gingham <laughs> is Gingham around for this? I'm just curious. Um, roll, roll a perception. <laughs> Not twenty. What a time. <laughs> yeah, no, you you understand what just happened there? Yes, Gingham. Do you two want to go together? I I assume Jack went yesterday. Jack wouldn't be interested in going again. Oh, I mean, it it was fun. I'd, I'd go again. I just thought you wanted to, I don't know. I would love for you to come. Of course, Jack. That would be, uh, that would increase my joy by a million. Okay. <laughs> um, I do have to stop by the throne thing. I uh, I checked that out yesterday, and I wanted to see if that oh, sure. did anything. But then I would be happy. I-, I could row the boat if you wanted to go on a boat ride with me. That's very romantic. Kingham grabs both their hands. Oh. What are you doing? Nothing. Uh, yeah. Well, hopefully it's okay if that shadow comes along. I, to be what? honest, I don't really think we have a choice. I mean, I guess we could try to like. I, am I could something. tie I him to something. That. I could bury him <laughs> under a pile of rocks. Oh. Does Shadow respond to this? Nope. It, like blank stare still. There's nothing inside of the noggin. I could, I could, uh, there, look, there is rubble there. I could stack this. The rubble's all been cleaned up when you point. Shit. Uh, <laughs> die. <laughs> Where's yeah. the rubble? Where's the rubble uh, when I, I need it? I need rubble right now. You got it. It's right behind you. You turn around, there's a big pile of rubble behind you. <laughs> I just got that cleaned up. I don't think we should bury him. I'm telling you, he like lit up at the carnival when I was playing this game. Maybe we should keep experimenting and see if we can figure out why he's following me. Okay. Yeah, what, Kingham, what? Kingham, what? I just know some really good knots if you want to just set him aside for one day. No, Jack he wants, liked the wants cotton Shadow candy. Maybe we'll just leave him there at the cotton candy stand and we'll pick him up at the end of the carnival. Or you have to tie him to something at the cotton candy stand. You still stand. want the rubble here? No, Jack doesn't like the rubble. Take the rubble it's away. And it's gone. What is happening right now? Nothing <laughs> is happening. We're going to a throne. The okay, throne. then let's then go. Let's go. go. Uh, we're uh, we're uh, going. Gingham, have a good day. What are you what are you doing today? Are you hanging out in the craft room? Uh-huh. Okay. Have fun. All right. Let's start with the empty throne. You guys take a little trip. Shadow's coming with? Yeah. Uh, not being restrained. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, feel, Jack now feels shadow, a little um, bad about tying him up. I don't know. It feels weird. It feels like tying up a an animal at the very least and just like leaving it there. Anyway. Frog's thinking about sacrificing him to the empty throne. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, you get to the empty throne, and it is still an empty throne. What the piss? (laughs) Maybe you have to wait longer? Or, you know, it could just be that stuff disappears here and never comes back. Okay. 
That's fine, I suppose. But I hope you didn't leave anything valuable or useful. No, nothing valuable or useful at all. Well, that's Should good. we get you a cotton candy and perhaps a fizzy beverage? Sure, I'm not a big fan of cotton candy, but we can What about can a go. candy apple? There's or no shortage of snacks at the carnival, and I'm sure I'll find something that will be suitable. I'll purchase it for you. I don't think it costs money, but thank you. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> at least right. it didn't yesterday. <laughs> Cutting back to Gingham. Gingham, you're going, you're tempting the rabbit prince. Mm-hmm. Jack, you've shared your instructions with everybody, right? Yes, not really instructing, more like giving them a painfully detailed play-by-play of how cool his hunt was and what I he did it. to succeed. <laughs> Still helpful, for sure. So, Gingham, are you going to roll a stealth? Yes, also, in preparation for this, with my new feet, may I have made a scroll of invisibility to help me? It's sure. a second-level spell. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm casting that. Okay. It makes you hidden. Okay, but I feel like that still helps me a little bit. It does. Okay, I'm invisible now. Okay. I cast it when I get there. How long does it last? Ten minutes. Sweet. We'll say you use the scroll when you see a prime opportunity to actually get the rabbit prince. Yeah? Okay. Sure. Because you will have to still find him, and then you'll have to do a little bit of tracking, which you've heard Jack's stories, you can do so. so. Okay. Yeah, you can do the you can do the scroll of invisibility when you gotta jump the rabbit prince. Okay, then I'm that's how that is happening. Yep, I like, it. like that. Let's roll a stealth. That's a thirty-one. Thirty-one is enough. So you track him. It takes a good part of the day. You finally get a prime opportunity. He's caught off guard with the invisibility, but can you get him tackled to the ground? That's going to be an athletics. Uh-oh. We're really gonna. Strong, independent poppet. With a 28? Not quite enough to grab him. How not quite, Chase? How not quite? Just a little bit. (gasps) Hero point! Too not quite? Hero point! It's hero point? Yep, okay. Well, it's done. Can I try to crit? Just for Uh, funsies? It won't matter, but you can for funsies. No. If it won't matter, then... Yeah, no, you'll get him. You'll get him with a 30. Hey! So, uh, you jump him, and little gingham jumps out and tackles this guy. Gingham never heard what he sounded like before, right? Uh-uh. Okay, cool. No. Yeah, you jump out and grab him. You tackle him. He makes like a squeaking, chittery noise and tries to batter you off with his little paws and then finally gives up. I healed, I healed. Oh. Get off of me, you wretch. Oh, sorry, sorry. I imagine Gingham actually did it by grabbing the rabbit prince's ankles and then the rabbit prince just fell over. His gingham so little. Sorry for calling you a wretch. You caught me off guard. Oh, I'm sorry. I just, uh, wanted to find you. Ah, defender of the woodland realm? I? Do you kneel to your prince? He stands up upright. Oh, I, I do. And gingham will do quite the kneel. And do you wish to be knighted, a protector of the woodland realm, and take um... all the responsibilities that comes along with it? That sounds fun. I, I do. Your last name is Grim, right, Jack? Do you know Sir Grim? I, I do. Good, good, good. Good one that night. Noble one. Strong protector of the woodland realm. Though, don't tell him I said this, you are even more noble and even grander. 
Oh, your secret will be safe with me. If you know any others that wish to be a protector of the Woodland Realm, please have them take my test. You are now disqualified from my test going forward. But That's all right. We appreciate the efforts. What weapon is your preferred weapon, Sir Gingham? Oh, I would like to request one for a friend of mine who would love to be a protector of the realm. His name is Crunk. Hogwash! This Crunk has not passed the test and needs no weapon. What is a weapon that you prefer yourself? A sword, they call them... Bastard swords? A bit large for you. You can wield such might. Oh, if I tried really hard. The spirit. Very good. Give me a moment. He leaps straight up into the air and then a hole just appears beneath him and he dives down into a little burrow. He's gonna pop back up with a big old bastard sword. Let's see, you succeeded the athletics. Go ahead and roll me a D8. A D8. A five. Ooh, look at that. He pops up with a plus two, greater striking, serrating bastard sword. Here is your weapon. I hope it suits you well. You look pretty poorly equipped as it is now. I know. That's why I came to find you, dear prince. Thank you for your gift. Danger will lurk in these woods one day. And when they do, I will call upon you again. Oh, aye, and I shall be ready to serve. Good, good. Now, be gone, wretch! And he goes hopping away. Kingham's gonna start making their way back because this bastard sword is so huge, it's kind of like they're dragging it along. <laughs> <laughs> lovely. All right, Gingham gets his prize. You two spend a lovely day at the carnival. You see lots of dragon iconography around still. Uh, Shadow, no cotton candy for Shadow today, but Shadow is holding a little stuffed blue dragon clutched to his chest as he follows you around all day. Was that a prize at one of the games? Nope, he just got it somewhere. Oh. Yeah, and that kind of, he just kind of gets things sometimes. I don't know where they come from. You know, it reminds me of Gingham in a way. Maybe he has a lot of pockets. Perhaps we you have a lot of pockets, Shadow. He doesn't respond. Very interesting, Shadow. Thank you for the contribution. Are you having a good time, Jack? Yeah. Such a good time you guys both get a hero point. <laughs> Wonderful. Is it a good time? <laughs> it's a the carnival is the carnival just kind is of intoxicatingly fun. fun. Even if you try to not have fun, you can't help it. Does Crunk play any of the games? Crunk probably gets extremely competitive with the games and tries very hard. Oh, can we try a game and see who wins? Yeah, what kind? <laughs> let's try two games. Let's try a let's try a dex game and a strength game. Nice. Okay. Do acrobatics, athletics. Could I try in like the acrobatics game be like darts or like throwing a ball through something and I just strength it straight through the back of the thing? If you want to lose. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So two athletics for Crunk and acrobatics and an athletics for Jack. A 30 and a 37. Holy. Dang. There's where the Pretty. dice kick in. All right. 32 for acrobatics. Nice. And athletics is only a 20. Yeah. Crunk absolutely decimates Jack at the, the strength game. What is it? What's the strength game? Probably one of those things where you hit the hammer. Bing. 
Yeah. I like it. Jack's noodle yeah. arms are not built for that game. <laughs> it's eh. yeah, it's like, it fly <laughs> off the track. <laughs> what about my Man. my uh, my acrobatics over Crunk's? Oh yeah, uh, you athletics. absolutely you, you wreck him. Crunk completely misunderstands the assignment. How does that happen? <laughs> what game uh, is it, Crunk? So it's like one of those ones where you have to try and like get like knock over the pins in order to get a mm. prize. Mm-hmm. But Crunk threw it so hard he put a hole through the pin instead of knocking it over and it also like broke through the back of the the stall and so there's just like a hole through everything and croak's like ah, i did it did you see that did you see what i did and it was just a fail i love that are there any prizes here i want a stuffed dragon chase that's what yeah, i was you, asking you, you get a stuffed, stuffed blue dragon yay do we nice. do you, does crunk get one for the hammer oh yeah we have three matching stuffed dragons oh i'm going to treasure this forever stuffed dragons gingham comes back with a big ass sword (laughs) no 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 the sword gingham can gingham get back first because gingham's just gonna put the sword in crunk's room and then just be thinking about in their own room after that there's just weird hammering noises from gingham's room when they come back have we rolled gingham out as a simulacrum I don't we know if really we really haven't. Mm, no. <laughs> End of fate day four. You guys return. Crunk, you've got a big old nice bastard sword on your bed. Guy. What? What the shit is this? Uh, it's a bastard sword. Where did it come from? I don't know. Probably a forge. All right. He's going to pick it up and he's going to head over. Are you over talking to the about forge. the steel? What are you talking about, guy? The ground. What? Have a good night, Master Crunk. Crunk hates it here. <laughs> Crunk we is had such a fun day. It's true. It's true. Crunk is going to try and go find the brass dwarf. Yeah, he's hammering away very meticulously at a little piece of clear quartz. Hello. Hello. What is this? I found this in my room. He uh, looks at you humming a deep tune, picks it up inspects the edge, inspects the other edge, gives you a thumbs up and hands it back. I guess I'll ask the paladins. Punk's gonna go find the paladins. The other what... non-talking entities here. Yes. <laughs> the paladins think you're wanting to spar and they get in like a dueling position. Well, I wasn't expecting this, but I suppose if we must. <laughs> roll an attack roll. With your new sword. But the bonus should be the same. 33? Oh, very close this time, but you still get beat. Damn. Okay. New sword's great, though. Well, it works well. Be sad to have to give it back to whoever it belongs to. Anything else before you guys wrap up this day? Can I do one last thing? Jack's going to write a letter to his dad. He assumes at least the post does not reach Harrowcourt. So he's going to step through his closet to go mail it. Yeah, you step right out of your closet back into the bustling gram. Well, actually, you step into the, what was the it? The stirrup and barding. Stirrup and barding, thank Gosh, you. Gosh, in hindsight, name. I'm really glad we went back to the stirrup and barding to do that ceremony, because otherwise we would have been in that random inn, and other people would have been staying there. In the <laughs> room? Just been oh. Like, oh, hello. <laughs> so don't mind me. I'm just going to be popping in and out of here from time to time. It's no big deal. My don't bad. worry about it. It was the perfect place to do it. 
And yeah, when you leave your closet, it opens a portal there. And then when you come back to the same spot in Stirrup and Barding, as you approach that same location, the portal opens back up for you back into your closet. Cool. All right. It actually cool. legitimately is very cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It's I love the whole Extremely convenient. You guys are on fate day five. What are you what are you all doing today? Well, as fun as another day of the carnival sounds, I think I probably should not eat any more candied almonds or I might get sick. Is this like at breakfast that we're talking about this? Sure. Jack, I must say I'm quite irritated. Oh, okay. Why? Somebody left a weapon in my room with not a note, not anything, and I've been trying to figure out who it belongs to, and nobody seems to know. Do you have the weapon with you right now? Yeah. Well, wow. Well, I mean, it looks pretty nice. Why are you... Sorry, you're irritated about that? I, I don't know who it belongs to. I don't understand where it came from. I don't like the mystery of it all. It seems very suspicious. Is Gingham down at breakfast with us? Oh, Gingham will walk down right then. Shadow's been standing directly behind Jack, just like looming at breakfast. Guy comes walking by, no begging, and is just going to (laughs) scoop Shadow up on his shoulder and just walk away with him. (laughs) What the fuck was that? (laughs) No begging. I don't think he can eat. Okay, it's fine. Um, (laughs) Gingham, this sword just appeared on Krunk's in Krunk's room. Isn't that isn't that weird? Creepy. Oh. Well, that's Krunk's. What are you talking about? I put it on your bed last night. What are you talking about? You put it on my bed last night. You couldn't lift this. Uh, I drug it. From where? Did you make it? I thought you were making the uh, crystal ball. Oh, no. I uh I am. And then I found the rabbit prince. Very lovely, although he called me a wretch, which was kind of mean. And then I got that. Well, mystery solved. There you go, Krunk. What does that mean, though? What is the game here? What do I owe you? What what game do you have? Do you like it? I think this is what some people call a gift, Krunk. Oh, I... Well, for what reason, Gingham? Because you wanted a better weapon. And so I thought I could go find you one while the dwarf was making the crystal bowl. Hmm. I see. There's possibility spinning around in Krunk's head, largely around the, why, why, what is this? Is this Gingham trying to show Krunk up in front of Jack? Is this actually a gift? <laughs> God, I knew it. This bastard. (laughs) Stop being kind to me. You won't one up me. (laughs) You are not one upping me in front of Jack. Say thank you for the not garbage, Crunk. Uh, Of course. Thank you. I greatly appreciate this. Did you know that this rune is generally only found by those of last wall? It is uh, specific to that region. So it is impressive that you found something like this, such a rare and powerful object. Gingham pulls out their tome and writes that down. Neat. (laughs) 
Well, I suppose I'll thank you this time, Gingham. Appreciate it. This time, next time I will kill you, but this time... <laughs> <laughs> we'll have more data next time. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Did you have fun at the carnival? Yeah, right, Crunk? It yeah. was admittedly a blast. Shadow comes walking back into the room and stands directly behind Jack again. No begging! <laughs> Does respond to Crunk. <laughs> Do you think he'll follow me through those Could be. portals if we Hitchhiker. take another one? I don't know. All we could do is try. Are we going through another portal today? Speaking of portals, as a reminder, from left to right, you've got a portal of hammers, keys, shields, tomes, Stars is now dim, no mist, no card, and then crowns. And the cards that are floating above them from left to right is the big sky, the juggler, the trumpet, the snake bite, and then the silent hag is now gone, and the theater. Yeah, I mean, you have the dwarf working on the crystal ball, right? So I assume he'll just mm -hmm. keep doing that. And I've gotten enough candied almonds for... A good while, as I said, Crunk, you maybe want to keep practicing before hunting down the rabbit prince. You got your fancy sword anyway, so maybe you don't even need to find him now. Anyone else have anything they want to do before we try to find another one of these things? Do I have time to run to the empty throne and then we can start? I guess. I don't really feel like the world is ending right now, so sure. Yeah, Crunk, you take a quick trip to the Empty Throne, and it is an Empty Throne. Okay, that's fine. I feel like M is slowly dying. Just <laughs> the, Every moment we spend in here is just slowly sucking the life from M. Just a little bit. <laughs> Crunk's like, can we please leave forever? Get me out of here! While Crunk is off doing the Empty Throne... I think Jack wants to try and experiment a little more with Shadow to just try to figure out, I don't know, just to see if there's anything else he can figure out about what Shadow is doing or wants. Yeah. Well, like, what are you trying? Mm, I suppose he's going to try and recreate. And if Gingham wants to hang out, he'll like invite Gingham to also watch and study because he'll explain that when he was doing this game, Shadow was kind of like tuning in. So Jack will just try different things that he thinks might spark that again. So he'll like spar and try to explain to Shadow what he's doing or like they'll go to the training room for a while or then maybe he'll just like walk around and chat with Shadow. I don't know. He's just going to experiment and see if anything kind of sparks that flicker of life. I like it. Yeah. You experiment around trying different things. Gingham, you have a pouch of esoteric components on you, typically, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Shadow, for the most part, is going to just blank stare follow, just like normal. But at one point, maybe when you guys are in the training room, Shadow's going to reach for your pouch of components. Gingham moves one over and looks up. What's she doing? Oh, like she's reaching to take it? Or, yeah. or is he like hand out or like reaching no, to grab it? No, he's grabbing. Like he'll grab onto the pouch and like gently tug. No. Well, I mean, you can get more of that stuff, right? Let's just, uh, why don't we just see what happens? Uh, it's, uh, it's my stuff. 
Kingdom, this is in the name of, of research. Okay. I'll get you more crap. It's fine. It's... It's your esoteric pouch. Clutches it to his chest like he did the stuffed dragon. And then he's going to turn his back to both of you. And then he's going to turn back and he's going to hand the pouch back to Gingham. I don't love that, whatever that is. Look, look in the pouch. <laughs> Roll the perception to see if you remember what was missing. Oh, God. Oh, good, Gingo. <gasps> I did. 38. 38. You remember you had some twine in the pouch? Your, all of your twine seems to be missing. Twine is gone. He took the twine. He took my twine. Is he now just back to... Yeah. Like robots standing. Jack will like pat. He's gonna search his pockets yeah. and see if there's any twine anywhere. Yeah, there's like a front pocket on his tunic. There's a bunch of twine. Oh, does he react when Jack pulls it out? He'll grab it and then tuck it back in his pocket. Can I get you more twine, Gingham? There's got to be twine somewhere in this place, right? Hey, guy. Look. Yeah. I I need some twine. Behind you. There's like a massive pile of twine. Oh no. There you go, Gingham. Look, that twine. Oh, okay. <laughs> that Gingham yeah, twine. <laughs> no, my it's not my twine. <laughs> All right. Crunk, you're back. <sighs> what are you guys doing? Looking are you okay, as ever. Crunk? <laughs> Yes, there was nothing there. Oh, I'm sorry. We should go. Yeah, let's try out that new sword of yours. Take it for a, a real a real run here. A good test, yes. I would love to just bash some shit in. Why don't you lead the way? Which of these archways are we going through next? Hmm. And Krunk's going to walk up to each one of them and peer into the depths. Let's see. This one. He's going to point to the juggler. Through the juggler, you see pretty heavy vegetation, like jungle vegetation. And it also looks like uh, you'll step onto some ledge overlooking what about this jungle? Doesn't that look wonderful and interesting? I guess it looks as wonderful and interesting as any of the others. Gingham, want to learn to juggle? I could learn that. Oh, then it's settled. You guys going to step through the archway to the juggler? Yes, sir. Uh -huh. As you guys go to step through, Jack, Shadow grabs your wrist just ever so gently as if to stop you. Jack will slowly turn toward Shadow. And then Shadow lets go and just goes back to a blank stare. I'll be back. Blank stare. Hey, guy. Yeah? Can you keep an eye on this one? You're back in again. He took my twine. No, he's he's fine, I think. Yeah, he took Gingham's twine, so make sure he doesn't do anything. You mean to take anything. his hands? What? No. You mean take his hands? <laughs> no. I just just watch him while we're gone. That's all. That's the job. That's okay. what I do. Okay. Is he still a taiga giant? This has he been yeah. a, okay. 
Can't wait to see what you look like when we come back. Same old guy. Absolutely. All right, Crunk, let's get out of here. Okay. Juggling time. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please share your thoughts with us in review and maybe tell a fellow geek about it. If you like what we do and want more, you can find all of our links in the show notes, including our YouTube, where we've posted all of our actual play videos. You can also show your support by purchasing dice and accessories from Fanroll Dice with the coupon code LEVEL1GEEK for 10% off. Now, go take a long rest, drink plenty of water, and we'll catch you next time. Instead of here, I am going to lose some some items. You have your paladin friends, at least. They think you're funny. they didn't even talk to me. They laughed at your jokes, though. They silently laughed. It was probably mockery. (laughs) (laughs) Crunk needs four naps. I'm sorry for sacrificing your twine, Katie. It's in the name of in the name of research. <laughs> just just give it to him. But it's my give it to him. <laughs> give him the twine. It's just twine. <laughs> give him the fucking twine. It's my twine.